Hello and thank you for joining me this week on the Premier League Weekly Podcast. I've got Keegan on with me this week. How are you doing, Keegan? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Cheers, mate. Everything all good? Yeah, apart from the Newcastle results, but yeah, yeah all good. Well, we'll get into them in a minute. <laughs> uh, first up, we've got last week's midweek games. Couple of, most of them are round of 18. One of them's not. We'll, I'll mention it when we come. We've got Wolves-Everton finished 2-1 to Wolves. Uh, Awobi scored early on for Everton. It was a nice finish. By YB. Yeah, lovely finish, tucked it in. Uh, and then Neves, uh, Ruben Neves volleys in at the back post. It was a pretty decent volley. He's known for that, though, isn't he? He scores great goals. Yeah, so he, when he gets his goals, they're normally good ones. Yeah, he normally belters from outside the box. Um, it was a pretty boring first half, to be fair. There was not a lot happened in it. And then uh, Michael Keane uh, heads in to make it 2-1. It was a decent header. Uh, and then Neves... Had a free kick, but he clipped the outside of the post late on. But apart from that, it wasn't really a great game at all. No, like I say, it was a pretty boring game, but I didn't really expect much from it because Everton sort of been lacking a bit lately of where their form had started off and Wolves dropping down the table. So it was a good three points for Wolves. I think they'll be really happy with that result. But like I say, I didn't think it was going to bring much. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think it had finished that way. The way Wolves are playing, they've been really poor at the moment. And I just... Mm. Well, Everton are, they're sort of hot and cold, Everton. They'll go on a good run of a couple of games with winning and then they'll just lose. So they started off really well. Yeah. And um, DCL, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, he, I mean, he was flying, but he's sort of started to slack off a bit now. And like I say, they have their hot and cold periods. But for Wolves, it was a great three points. Yeah. Uh, next up is Sheffield United, Newcastle. Finished 1-0 Sheffield United. You did, you did say to me, before the game that you could see Sheffield United get their first win. Yeah, I, I actually knew thought it, yeah. you were joking, but you must no, have known. I knew it was going to happen because it happened with the Derby as well. When Derby, I think it was the 07-08 season, Derby got one game all season and that was against Newcastle. <laughs> uh, McGoldrick had a good chance, but he took his, his shot too early. He probably could have took another touch and he, he probably would have scored. And then... Um, it was a bit of a stupid three, four minutes for Ryan Fraser, weren't it? He got booked and then he got booked again and obviously he's off. And I don't think there was any need for that second tackle. He just flew in, didn't he? He's, he weren't going to get the ball. For both of them, really. He weren't really, didn't even look like he was going to get the ball. It was just sort of like a bit of a lunge in when he didn't need to. There was no dangerous attack to it. He just went yeah. in stupidly. It could be because he hasn't played in a while, like he hasn't started in a while and Hasn't been getting many minutes because he's been suffering from the long-term effects of COVID. Maybe it's a bit rough, but you don't really expect it from a player of his standard or any standards in the Premier League to go in flying like that. Do you think he was just sort of off the pace a bit and just thought he could yeah. get there, obviously, when he's he's not really up to the speed of the game? Yeah, he probably, say, he probably thinks he's a bit quicker than what he was, but it was just stupid. Like I say, he didn't even need to commit, commit the tackle and knowing that he weren't going to get there, even watching the replays over and over again you just there was just no intention he just weren't going to get there but once you'd been booked the first time especially just before half time you'd think like just run in front of the guy and just do you know what I mean like stand there and try and block the pass but yeah he just he just absolutely flew in didn't he uh, and then we'll come to the Fernandez handball penalty was given Billy Sharp steps up and scores I don't know how they can give that as a handball really that is that was yeah. very shocking wasn't it 
I say I'm not just saying it because he's a Newcastle fan, but I say it was obviously he obviously handballed it. He obviously his arm went out, and they say he obviously looks at the ball, but he was pulling his Fernandez shirt as well. He was pulling him down, and it was sort of yeah. like scuffling. So if that was anywhere at the field, that would have just I think that would have just been waved off. It wouldn't have yeah. been anything because they were both after the ball. Yeah, I think with the, when they were running, your arms moved side to side when you run. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But because they were, their arms were locked together, they were both, like you said, sort of pulling each other, and his hands just sort of hit the ball. Like, that, that, was, that was a very harsh decision, I think. That, I say, that, to, to me, and obviously watching the replays as well, it didn't look like it was intentional handball. Um, like I say, obviously I know he has handballed it, but the way he's been pulled down, obviously they've both sort of gone down together, he sort of fell onto the ball. Yeah, they say you would have thought if he was going to handball it, he would have just tried knocking it away. It would have been clear and obvious. But. Yeah, do you think if you had a different referee, that wouldn't have been given? Do you think it was just one of them where because it, it should have gone to VAR really, and VAR should have said that you made a mistake and handball, or did VAR pull up pull him up on VAR, it? Yeah, VAR pulled him up on it, and he had to go to the the monitor on the um, side where they go over and basically been told to look at it again. So obviously so, they've seen something to say, have a look at it again, have a look at your decision again. But he but, should have stuck to his decision originally, then, shouldn't he? And just let it, yeah, and just let it go. Because it, it went out for a corner anyway. I think then after it, yeah, was, it yeah. went out for a corner. I say I thought it would have been wavered. I say I think anywhere else on the pitch it would have been wavered and just carry on playing. But yeah, I, I think so too. I thought it was very harsh. There was Billy Sharp flew in on a challenge on Shah. I thought it was pretty disgusting. Personally, he made no attempt to get the ball whatsoever. Shah was yeah, a bit was horrible. pissed after that, wasn't he? He was he was going. <laughs> You'd tell he was going after him, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. But it was awful, wasn't it, that tackle? Actually, I don't even know if uh, VAR looked at that. It, I don't think he got booked. He didn't even get a card. He, he, didn't, he didn't get booked or anything. They didn't... I saw a lot when they normally show the replays and they go to VAR. There was nothing of that in the game. Um, yeah. The commentators obviously had a discussion about it, but there was nothing to say like it had gone to a VAR check or anything. And when you watch it back, even when you watch it back on the replay, you think, maybe thinking, oh, maybe it's just a bit of a in the fast motion, looked horrible. It looked even worse. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was an awful tackle. Brewster hit the post late on. He was, he was unlucky, really. It's the snapshot. But overall, it's first win for Sheffield United in the Premier League season. But overall, Newcastle were pretty awful, weren't they? They were terrible. It just, it, it, even at the start of the game, you knew it was going to be a bad game when Bruce put five at the back against a team that hasn't won all season. Yeah. They scored, it, they scored nine goals. Or before then, I think they'd scored eight. Yeah. Eight goals all season. Eight that's... goals. And you've gone and put five at the back. See, that's the sort of team where you want to be... You, you go at them. Three up front. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you go out attacking. But yeah. like I say, it's just... I've, personally, I think Bruce has lost the dressing room a bit as well. A lot of the players in there that were at high standards last season where they were actually sort of playing for the playing for the shirt and playing for the manager. And now they just sort of look like even when the opposition's attacking, whether it be Sheffield United or any other team, they just don't look like they want to get back and defend. Yeah. Which is obviously going to be critical on Newcastle dropping down to that relegation battle. But Maybe they're just waiting for um, for him to go, really. Like I said, if he's lost the dressing room, the players probably just think... So you see it a lot. You see it a lot in teams when the players do sort of throw up, up against, the, against the manager and yeah. basically don't play for him. And obviously then you just it's game over, really. Yeah, you just know going back after that is... Uh... The round one game I was talking about was Burnley Man United. This is their catch-up game from the first game of the season. Finished one uh, 0 United. I can't. If I'm honest with you, I watched it last week when it was on, so I can't really remember. But Luke Shaw was was Shaw given a red card, and then it was overturned to a yellow. 
No, I think this, this. So basically, it was up. It went upfield. So there was nothing given at the start, and then it stopped for a Man United free kick, and then it went back to the VAR uh, for the Luke Shaw tackle. Oh yeah, because Robbie Brady took someone out, and he was the last man, weren't he? And everyone thought yeah. he was going to be sent off, and then it went back. And then it went all the way back to the Luke Shaw tackle. Yeah. And how he didn't get the red card though. Yeah, I think he went. He flew in, didn't he? He got the, the ball and and the man. I yeah, think he made he, sure he got the guy's the guy's ankle. Yeah, he flew in. He sort of like I think it was a bit lucky for him that he actually slightly touched the ball, but it was studs in afterwards. The studs were up. And yeah. like I say normally a foul like that, even whether whether you get the ball a little bit or not, it's it's reckless and out of control that you've taken the man. Normally this day and age, it is a red card. Like I say, you used to see them years ago, and they weren't giving us anything. But yeah. This day and age, they normally are red cards. How it weren't given, I don't know. Did you think it was a red? I thought it was a red, yeah. Yeah. Maguire heads in at the back stick, but it was disallowed for a foul. What do you think to that? No, I don't think that was a foul. You don't? No, he's leaped up before him and... He's just out of the bit defender, of isn't he? Yeah, he's just put a little bit of weight on the players. All he's done is sort of like touched him slightly and play the defender's gone down, but always in them situations... you the defender goes down or the keeper goes down, it's normally a free kick the other way. Yeah. I thought it was very harsh, really, on Maguire. Pope made a good save from a long-range Martial shot and then Pogba volleys in, took a deflection. But it was a good volley, to be fair. It was a good goal. Yeah, brilliant shot. That's what he's sort of known for. He has come back into a bit of form, actually, Pogba. Yeah, he's playing all right um, at the minute, isn't he? Yeah, whether that's because he wants to. I think oh, there's been a lot of rumours, obviously, he's meant to be going in the summer. Uh, whether that's because of that he's trying to show himself a bit more but he has like I say he's turning up a bit and brilliant finish one we only pushed for an equaliser at the end but nothing nothing came of it it was it was an alright game it weren't the best of games to sit and watch but it weren't I thought it was going to be Man United are going to hammer Burnley I thought it'd... yeah same I think Burnley sort of showed up a, showed up a bit to you know, like show themselves a bit do you know what I mean yeah so Burnley like I say they're always that sort of team they've got a really good defence and obviously they've got a brilliant goalkeeper in Pope um, so, so a lot of teams find it hard to break them down but Burnley didn't really offer anything the other side on the attacking side didn't really offer really too much they haven't really got anything to, to do though have they they lost a lot of their players in the summer didn't yeah. recruit and I think they'd struggle they're going to struggle to stay up I think yeah the, I say the way it's going but I say the only thing they've got good for them is like I say it's their defence and how they do sort of keep teams out but it's not going to work for everything like you say you need the balance between the attacking and the defence well you need to score goals to Exactly. To win games, didn't you? So, uh, next up is Spurs against Fulham. Finished one-one. Um, Fulham came out flying at the start of the game. I was really surprised how they just obviously had a, a week and a half or two weeks off after games postponed due to COVID. Yeah. Their keeper made a good save after Son's toe poke, and then he he made a save from a Son header, but I think he was offside anyway. And then yeah, the I regular, think he should have finished that one. What the the, the header? The header, yeah. Yeah, I was. Do you know? I was surprised he didn't put that in because that it was. It looks pretty easy, to be fair, didn't it? All he had to do was aim anywhere, but where he put it. Where he put it, yeah, exactly. I know he's not obviously known for his headering and stuff, but I, you might, as I say, it might have been offside. But I would have expected him to finish it. Yeah, a regular whipped in a great ball. Kane scores with a diving header off the post. It's great goal, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant goal. I thought it was, it was the ball that Regalon put in as well. It's like literally bang where he needed it to be. Yeah, as I say, it was exactly where he wanted it and where, where he needed it to be to get that goal. It was yeah. still, like I say, you can't take anything away from Kane. Lovely, lovely header. Yeah. Uh, Loftus-Cheek went close and then Son was through on goal, but he hits the post. He's got a score there, hasn't he? 
Yeah. Normally you'd put your house on him scoring scoring that. I say it just didn't seem to be his game, did it? No, he's bit it was a bit off off the ball in that game. He weren't it was in and out of the game. I think that was that was mainly down to Fulham though. I think Fulham played well in that game. Yeah, they played they say they looked really good actually. Well Lookman done Sanchez putting a great ball, Cavaliero heads in. It was a decent header, but it was poor marking from from Spurs. I don't I can't remember who was there. I don't know if it was Eric Dyer or Ben Davis, but Yeah, it was, it was Eric Dyer. Was it? Mm. It was shocking. Poor defending. Uh, and then Loftus Cheek could have won it at the end for Fulham, but Lookman's ball was he just over at the pass when he went through. But yeah, I think they was getting a. I think they could sort of see the see the lights getting a bit desperate there. And I mean, it would have been a brilliant three points for them. But I don't yeah. think they would ever. I didn't think going into that game they was ever going to win. But the way they played, they deserved it. I think. Yeah, well, Reglon scored at at the end, but some was offside in the build up. But yeah, I think yeah. personally Fulham. They definitely deserved at least a point, if not all three points from that game. So they, they, come, out, so so they come out from the off, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Spurs were poor, poor again. And when I see the lineup come out, I was shocked when I see Sissoko, Hoiberg, and I think it was Winks. We were playing three holding yeah. midfielders or defensive midfielders against a team that are like third from bottom. And it just, it just showed, didn't it? We scored and then they just sit back. And then sit back, yeah. Oh, honestly, I was fuming after that game. I was absolutely raging. And it just goes to show how bad Spurs are this season. But if if the league weren't how it was and Liverpool were as good as they were last year and the same as City were as good as they were last year and everyone else, Spurs would be like mid-table. They're yeah, lucky that everyone's having such a bad season as well. Yeah, there's there's no one really having an outstanding season. There's people on good form like Man United, Man City, etc. But there's no one really that's stood out this season that's having a brilliant season. They're so close in the yeah. top half of the table. Next, we'll do Man City against Brighton. We finished 1-0 Man City. There was a counter-attack by City and De Bruyne had a shot that was straight at the keeper. Um, and then Foden scored. It was a decent first touch and, and finish, wasn't it? He's on fire yeah. at Foden. Yeah, he's, I say that was a brilliant finish and he's very highly rated uh, by Guardiola. I've never really sort of seen it in him, but of late, he has actually been on form. Who, Foden? Yeah, I say I've never really, I've never really, not that I haven't rated him as a good player. I always think he's a good player, but Pep sort of talks very highly of him. But as of late, he has actually shown himself, he's been on fire recently. But the thing is, with, with Pep, Pep would play him and then he wouldn't play him. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? They're playing for like a couple of games and it'd look really good. And then he, he'd either bench him or just wouldn't be in the squad. I think he needs to give him a good run of games. Like this season, just keep playing him. But if he's yeah. fit, play him. Do you know what I mean? Because I've really rate Foden. I mean, it's going to be a good good player he is. Uh, Edison made an easy save from a Davy proper shot. Uh, and Amares had a great chance to score. He probably should have. Yeah. I better say he should have scored that. Um, and then Silva, great bit of trickery. Megs, that Meg that he done on that player. <laughs> <laughs> that was naughty bit of <laughs> Yeah, that was. And then, uh, and then he hit the... Well, I don't know if it was the post or the bar. It looked like a bit of both. Like, yeah, it was unlucky. But their goalkeeper, I think, kept the scoreline right down. He pulled pulled off some pretty good saves, Brighton goalkeeper. Yeah, Sanchez. He did, yeah. And then he went and took out De Bruyne, give away a penalty. Sterling absolutely tanks it in. Out of, I think it went out of the ground, didn't it? Yeah, he'd, he'd not long been on, had he? And <laughs> he's obviously stepped up for the penalty. He's completely skied it. Yeah, that was, that was shocking penalty. And the last game from midweek is Arsenal Crystal Palace finished nil nil. Both teams had chances in the game. Tompkins hit the bar. And then Leno saves a Benteke header. It was a good save. 
and apart from that, <laughs> that's all that it happened was, in the yeah, game. It was a pretty terrible Honestly, game, wasn't it? Probably one of the worst games I've watched in a while. That it was so bad that game. So I think they were both probably happy with a point with how they're doing in the season. Yeah, probably both both teams thought of might have went in there thinking it could go either way, and probably a point apiece might not have been too bad for them. But boring game. Are they near each other in the league? Uh, I don't know. Arsenal was starting to put away. I think they are pretty close to a say. Well, everyone's pretty close in the table. Go from yeah. bottom half to top half is really close. And then we'll start with a round of 19, which was obviously this weekend's games just gone. So it's Wolves against West Brom. Finished 3-2 to West Brom. This this was an absolute belter of a game. I actually enjoyed this game. Really. Yeah, good. I thought this was going to be like a 0-0, 1-0 maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good game. Um, Robinson was fouled, penalty was given, and then Pereira scores. Do you think it was in the box or was it outside the box? I thought it was outside the box, but watching the replay, where it, where the contact's actually made, it's just inside. Well, I'd say so anyway. So you think it was a penalty? Yeah, I'd say it's a penalty, yeah. The ball flicks up in the air, and as it's coming down, it strikes Kieran Gibbs on the hand. Nothing's given. Do you think it was a penalty? Yeah, because just—I mean, there needs to be like a line of what's actually a handball or not. Because I'd say that was a handball. I'd say exactly the same. Yeah, I thought it was the way he had his hands. It looked like he was about to catch it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. As and you'd see them given, and then you'd see them not given. There's no consistency in, in these handballs. Well, how long it took for the ball to come down as well, and he was watching it the whole time. You think he'd have moved his hands out of the way? He'd moved his hands. Yeah, it's you not as if I mean? it sort of like struck him really quickly, sort of thing. Yeah, I, I thought that was that was a penalty to me. I think they've got that completely wrong. Robinson had a good chance, but um, keeper saved it. And then Silver scores. It was a decent back heel by uh, the centre back Bowley, and a nice finish by Silver. He looks looks like a decent player, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does look decent. Uh, and then Bowley scores scores a tap in from a corner. Yeah, pretty simple. Um, Ajay heads in from six yards. That one where he sort of flicked it. To the back, towards the back post. Back post, yeah. It was good head of that. And then Robertson's fouled again in the box. Pereira steps up, scores again. And then Silva dived and he got booked. That was, that was an awful dive, wasn't it? Absolutely <laughs> shocking dive. Especially when you watch it back, it just makes it look worse. The guy didn't even, it weren't even anywhere near him, was he? It? It was, but the thing is, that's not, not the first time he's done that this season. No, I've, exactly. I've seen a few games where he's done that. And the thing is, you, I, these players that dive, you've got to think that there's replays out there. Yeah. So what is going through their mind when they dive? How stupid do you look on a replay when there's no contact and you've gone down, rolling yeah. around? The thing is as well, it's like you dive and go down. If the ref gives a penalty, all he's got to do is check the monitor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With all the VAR in the game now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like You might think, oh yeah, I can get away with it. But you're never going to get away with it. No. Do you know what I mean? So I thought Neto had a good game. He, yeah. he's, he plays every, normally every game he plays really well doesn't he that, uh, Pedro Neto I rate him I think he's, he's a good player I say on and off the ball his movement on the pitch and so when he's not sort of up front sort of scoring the goals he's helping out the team defensively I say he's a good player Yeah, I, I, he could go I reckon in the summer I think someone big team yeah, will snap him up I reckon yeah. what do you think to Wolves and West Brom then do you think what's their chances this season Wolves obviously I think they'll stay up um, I know they're obviously dropping down, uh, but West Brom, I think, I was saying like, a few games ago, obviously, with Sam Allardyce coming in, I thought he might be able to keep them up. I just can't see it. What, what about Wolves? Yeah, I think Wolves will easily stay up. I don't know, because they normally have a good, a good run, 
and this season they haven't really sort of got going. But it's the same as everyone else, but they've got it in them. I don't think West Brom have got it in them to have that run of games, whereas Wolves have. I never really yeah. know what the Wolves game's going to be like. I always think, oh, they could get a win here. You never know which Wolves team <clears throat> Wolves team's going to turn up there. Yeah. Whereas West Brom, I don't think West Brom have got the players, whereas Wolves have got the players Yeah, too. they've got the team. Yeah. Uh, Man City beat Palace 4-0. Good chances early on for City. De Bruyne curled in a ball with the outside of his boot. John Stones heads it in on Mars. That was an absolute stonking ball, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's literally, he couldn't really do anything with it. He literally could, he'd done what all, all he could do was hit it with the outside of the boot. Yeah. And somehow whipped it in. Yeah, it was, that was such a good ball. Uh, it was all City first half, really. They had plenty of chances. Uh, Gundogan bends in a shot from the edge of the box into the top corner. That was a great finish as well. Yeah, that was a good finish. He's, he's on fire, mate. He's scoring, isn't he? Yeah, it's got to be so his I, best scoring season, well. I think. So I think he's a really good player. Um, another one on and off the ball. Bit of a technician with the ball as well. But like I say, yeah, this season's really showing himself. Stones scored again. This time the Palace keeper saved the header from Diaz and then Stones was there just to lash it in the yeah. back of the net. Oh, you went down wanting a penalty. He's got, he had no chance of getting a penalty there. I don't think there was any, nah. he had any contact. No, there's no way that was going to be a penalty. And then right at the end of the game... Sterling steps up and scores an absolute sublime free kick in the top corner. Yeah, that was beautiful, that was. That's nice, made up for it? the penalty miss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what, you, what, are the, what are you thinking on the chances of these two this season then? Well, Man City, they're on a, an amazing run at the moment. I think they're... What are they? They're, as it stands at the moment, what? Game in joined, hand on the top? Yeah, and they joint on points with Liverpool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are they three behind United? Beyond United, um, could be two. They are, yeah, two beyond United. Joint on points. I oh, know one in front of Liverpool. Joint yeah. on points of Leicester. Oh, Leicester, and they've got a game in hand. So if they win that, which is against Villa, isn't it? Was it? Everton? Yeah, I think it's Villa, isn't it? Because when that, oh, no, meant I think to it's play. Everton. When that the first Everton? postponed game. Oh, it might be actually. Yeah, from the first week when them uh, both the Manchester teams had it off, didn't they? Yeah. So if they win that, they'll go a point clear. Yeah, and I think they will with the run that they're on. They started off really poor as well. They were bottom half of the table for a little while. Yeah. And now they're just on this mad run of games, which everyone knows that they've got that in them. Yeah, they're on a good run. Yeah, the thing is, this, all it takes is them to to play, have a bad game, and then they'll they'll drop a load of points, I think. You know, like it's one yeah. of those seasons where it's happening yeah. to everybody, isn't it? Especially when the games start coming thick and fast again and you've got like Champions League will be back. I think that's when you'll know because if they're still in the FA Cup, they're going to have FA Cup, Premier League, and Champions League. So I think yeah, a lot of games get involved. Sheffield United, Spurs finished three-one. Spurs, the ball was put in from a corner, and Aurier heads in. It's pretty poor defending from Sheffield United. Yeah. Then Sun goes through on goal, chips the keeper, but he shot at the post. As soon as he went through and chipped the keeper, I thought that was in. It's another one where he probably should have scored. It was a bit of like a. A slow motion sort of shot, weren't it? You just you thought it was going in, but I think even he thought it was going in. To be fair, because Lockie went celebrating. Yeah, he started running off. <laughs> Shepherd United had a three or four chances in the well in the game. They're all pretty weak efforts, to be fair. Kane smashed one in from twenty three yards. It was a decent hit. Yeah, lovely hit. Especially the the, the movement on the ball before and as well, where he turned with it and managed to get through and get that space. Did it beautiful. And then I think. Sheffield United must have got an absolute roasting at half-time from Chris Wilder because they came out looking like a completely different team. 
Yeah, it did, didn't they? They come out straight off the off, whether that was obviously because they were down, but like I say, they must have had a bit of a rush in the dressing room because they come straight out off the off as if they actually wanted it. Yeah. Well, Majo- McGoldrick scored, didn't he? Flicked a, a yeah, header in. header. It was, um, it was a good header, but it's pretty poor defending, to be fair. Right, and then uh, Bergvon chips the ball over the fence from Dombele. It's a great bit of skill from Dombele, the way he just flicked over Ramsdan into the, into the far post. It's an outrageous goal, wasn't it? Do you think he meant that? I think he did. He honestly meant that, yeah. I know some people have said he hasn't and some people have said he has. But I See, I thought, he I thought he meant it as well. And there's a lot of people saying that obviously he's meant to just put it back across goal. Um, there's, there was no one in there, though, for him to put it I across too. The players were a bit far back for him to try to put it into the box at that sort of position. But I say he hasn't really looked back, though. He hasn't really looked to see if there's anyone there, even when he was running towards the ball. Yeah. He was just and watching watch the ball it, the whole time. Yeah. I say, when he was running to the ball, he's got his eyes on the ball and he's glanced over at the keeper a bit. So, I, I say, I think he had full intentions to do that. Yeah, I so did I. I think it was a great goal, that. Kane should have scored towards the end, but he smashed his shot over the bar. But yeah, like I said, Sheffield United played a lot better in the second half. Yeah, so they come out a lot better in the second half to what the first half. The first half just seemed like the Sheffield United we've seen all season and then second half just looked like a different team. What's your... Um, What's your thoughts on Sheffield United and Spurs this season? Uh, Sheffield United, like I say, is another another team that a few games ago I would have thought maybe they've actually got a chance and they would probably come out of that relegation. But if you look at if you look at the points, I think it's Burnley sitting outside the relegation zone. There, um, Sheffield United have got two games over on them, so Burnley have actually got two games in hand, and there's already eleven point gap there. And I just can't see Sheffield United getting out of that. Yeah, Spurs, I reckon. I think they're going to be Europa League just because of their bad run. <laughs> That's not what you want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but nah, to be honest with you, they're, 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 a, they're a bit like Wolves. They're rotten cold, aren't they? You never know what Spurs team's yeah, going to turn Yeah, you never up. know what's going to come out. Yeah. Next, we have Arsenal, Newcastle. Finished 3-0 Arsenal. Did you watch the game last night? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, I see on, on Instagram, there's a, a guy that, that I follow on Instagram. He's a Newcastle fan post all the time and he said he didn't even bother watching it he yeah a lot of people done didn't. something but I, I don't get that how can you, and even if you think you're going to lose and you're fed up how it is you've got to watch your own team haven't you yeah a lot of people say they're not watching them again till Bruce is gone but if I know that Newcastle's on and I can watch it I have to watch it yeah I just, I just wouldn't feel right if I knew that they was on telly and I weren't watching it yeah yeah, I'm, I'm the same when it comes to Spurs I've, I don't care who they're playing yeah, I want to watch it. Do you know what I mean? Because you want to watch your team. Yeah, exactly. Aubameyang hit the post from a tight angle. He probably should have scored that. I think. Yeah, it was a tight angle, but I say last season he would have just banged that in. Um, I say he should have scored it. Darlow made two great saves from a Lacazette shot and a header, and then the scoring started. Aubameyang scores after a counter attack by Arsenal. He just sort of smashed it over. Over yeah, Darlow. Darlow had no chance, I don't think, did he? Yeah, I think he was expecting it to go the other side. He's just he's either slipped or he's committed himself to one side. Good goal though by Bam Young. Yeah. Uh, and then Smith Rowe pulls his pass back to Saka and he places the ball into the back of the net. It was a pretty standard yeah. goal, really, weren't it? Uh, and then Suarez plays the ball in and Aubameyang taps in three 0 game over. Did you think the ball went out of play? I thought it did. Even watching the replay it looked like it went out of play. Yeah, when I watched it, you know, when they stopped it on the replay, I yeah. thought the, the whole ball was out. 
Yeah, say I think it was because the ball was up in the air. It might have made it look like it was more out of play. Right. But I don't know. It just still looked like it was out of play to me. Even when I've, I've watched it back a few times now um, on the social medias, and it just looked like it's out of play. Yeah, I, I thought it was. It was out. I thought they were gonna roll it off. But Arsenal didn't really. They didn't even get a third gear. I don't think. And Newcastle were just shambolic. Nah, just poor. And before the game, what made it worse was Steve Bruce said, oh, I'm going to, um, the gloves are off, going to do it my way. Yeah. And yeah, they've gone out and got smashed. <laughs> well, if that's his way. <laughs> and I need to go to back to whoever's doing the, the 18 way. months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's, what's your, um, your thoughts on Arsenal and Newcastle then? Start off with Arsenal. Arsenal, I think they're starting to pick up a bit of form now. Um, I don't think they're going to make too much of it. I don't think they'll even get Europa, uh, Europa League this season but I'd say they're going to be well clear of the relegation at one point they did look like they were going to be relegated but <laughs> shame they're not in it but Newcastle they're going to be in a relegation battle That's our next coming fixtures they look hard I can't see us getting any points from them well, I know um, I looked yesterday after after the game because I was doing that that game was my game of the day where I was posting about it on, on social media and I think you're only you're only six six or seven points off Relegation, yeah, and have them teams got game games in hand as well? Yeah, I think it's um, Burnley with games in hand. Burnley got two games in hand on us. Yeah, so I mean we can drop down to sixteenth, which is. But I know we're what I think eight points clear of relegation. Yeah. So I'm still a little bit out of it, but the next up- upcoming games and the teams around us are actually starting to get points. See, that's what you don't want. It's teams around you getting points, and yeah. you're not because that's when you start getting pulled in. Into the exactly. deep end. And that's what it's got to now. I, I, before, I used to look at the results, watch the games, but now it's actually just looking at the bottom teams to see, yeah. hoping that they'll lose. And yeah, it's not good when it's like that. Uh, Leicester, Southampton, finished 2 0 Leicester. I thought this was going to be a good game, though, because they're both. Southampton play quite well at the minute. It's Leicester, yeah. they're doing all right as well, to be fair. They're up, they were third, I think, before this. After this win, they put them second. Yeah. Madison smashed the ball into the to the roof of the goal from a tight angle. It was a great finish, wasn't it? That? Oh, yeah, brilliant finish. I didn't think he, um, any, he could do anything from where he was. I thought if he pulls it back, there's too many players in front of him to get it to Vardy. Yeah. But he just absolutely nailed it straight into the roof I of the say, goal. From, from the angle as well and the way he smashed it into the roof of the net, that's all he really could do with it. And I'd say he executed it perfectly. Was there a foul by Ndidi in the build-up? I don't know. When it went back to it, it was a bit of a hard one, that. I don't really think it was. Yeah, I think it was a foul. Yeah. Myself, yeah, I did think he... I think he took took the guy out while getting the ball, but obviously, Breff didn't give it and they, they got the goal, so... Yeah. Bertrand had a, a chance, but his shot was saved. Armstrong uh, rattles the bar for Southampton. And Bednarak clears a barn shot off the line. Vardy probably should have scored, but the keeper saved it. Normally yeah, you'd expect Vardy to score in yeah. those sort of situations. Even, it was one way he cut it back, weren't it? Yeah. Just as soon as he cut it back, then I just thought that's a goal. But mm. Good save. But. Barnes then runs through and scores decent finish, to be fair. He's, he's another one who's on fire at the minute. Yeah, he is. As I say, it sort of went a bit quiet. He weren't really sort of heard of, but he's on fire at the moment. It seems to be whenever you're on the pod... He's always scoring, isn't he? Yeah, Barnes. he is, yeah. <laughs> we always seem to talk about Barnes. <laughs> Thoughts on Leicester and Southampton? Leicester, I think they'll get Champions League. Um, seems to go on a bit of a good run as well. They're up there. 
with a dollar mix as well. Southampton, they were they were up there. I think they well they dropped down to ninth now. I'm pretty sure they're ninth. But then again, it's only they six points ninth, off second yeah. place. It's they've, it's that close. They've got a game game in Andover, West Ham. If they win that they could potentially move up to seventh, depending on yeah, they'll go up to seventh, joint on points with Everton or a sixth. Yeah, so I think they'll be fighting for the in the mix of the Europa League, I mean, there's going to be quite a few teams in the mix that if, if it stays as it is, um, with how close the top the top teams are. But I so I don't really think they're going to get back into the top four again. Yeah, I think they've got to be happy with Europa League. They can get yeah, definitely sixth, maybe seventh. Is seventh Europa League? Is it? Yes, fifth, sixth, and seventh. Fifth, sixth, and seventh, and seventh is a qualifier one, isn't it? Yeah. So if they can get, even if they get seventh, they've got to be happy happy with that. Yeah, as a Southampton fan as well, I think you'd be more than happy with that. Fulham, Chelsea, it's a West London derby. Finished 1-0 to Chelsea. Mount hit the bar for Chelsea and then the Fulham keeper saved the Rudiger header. Cavaliero, who's scoring, he's, he's on fire, but he's scoring quite, yeah. quite a bit. He missed from like nine yards. He should have scored. I was a sitter as well. There was no one yeah. around him. There was yeah. no pressure on him whatsoever. He could have had a touch as well. Could have just touched it down and slotted it wherever he wanted to, but... I don't know how he missed that, personally. I thought, I think he probably thought as well when it fell to him, oh, yeah, this is in. Yeah. And then Robinson got a straight red card. What do you think to the red card? See, that was another one. It was a bit like the Shaw challenge, I thought. Yeah. But then then again, I think the Shaw challenge should have been a red card. So I suppose this one is the right decision with a red card because it was reckless. He was out of control. But it, it didn't even go studs in or anything. He just thought it was like, I think it was because he was off the floor. And obviously yeah, he's out of control of what he was doing. I think the but, way Aspilicueta went as well didn't help because Aspilicueta near and done near enough done a somersault in the air. Because yeah. he went in at such pace and he's caught Aspilicueta's foot. It sort of flipped him. Flipped him you know over, I mean? yeah. But I don't think he's got any any complaints about it. And to be fair, he actually had a really good game up until then. Yeah, he did. He, he's, had, he's, he's been playing well this season at Robinson. He played well against Tottenham as well. Yeah, I think he's a bit of one of their sort of highlight players. Um, and if obviously if Fulham were to go down, I don't think he'd stay. Um, I think someone would would snap him up. Yeah, they've got to. I rate him, good young player. Chelsea had plenty of chances to kill the game off. They just didn't didn't take him really until Mason Mount ball fell to him, and then he just smashed the ball in. Yeah, it was a good goal. That was good finish. And then right at the end of the game. Timo Werner had a great chance to definitely give Chelsea the points and he absolutely bottled it, put it wide. Yeah. What, what's going on with, with Werner at the minute? Oh, he's poor. He is very poor at the moment. And the thing is, he's actually having the, the chances to score. Yeah. He's having a lot of chances to score. They look at the likes of like Joe, Joe Linton and that, that don't score, who hasn't scored and he's cost 40 million, etc. But... Rolling and don't really get the chances. With Werner, he's actually having a lot of chances. I think he's what eleven game drought now. When he first turned up, I, I've I've raved about Werner. I thought he was going to set the league on fire. Yeah, same. he hasn't done nothing, has he? No, not. Like I say he started off all right. Had a had a couple of goals, but since then, and the chances that he's had, like I say, that one against uh, Fulham, that should have been an easy slot into the corner for the likes of him. Yeah. I remember seeing on Instagram, I think it was might have been yesterday, where it was like a showreel of Werner's misses for Chelsea this season. Yeah. And honestly, some of them, you wouldn't believe the misses. There was one of them where he was like two yards out and the ball's bounced and he's kicked it 
and the keeper just tipped it over and he's literally like on the goal line. It's a shock. I mean, move. he's had the chances. But... Next, it's Leeds Brighton. Finished 1 0 to Brighton. Uh, Mopay went down wanting a penalty. That that was a shocking dive and all. That was a bit like the um, silver. Yeah. Was, <laughs> the thing is, he was through on goal as well. I don't know why he went down. It's, 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 it's laughable. It's a, it just goes back to it again with the replays in the VAR. What, just why do these players think they're going to get away with it? Yeah. I, 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 I was completely baffled by that. He probably should have been booked, though. I'm honest with you. Have yeah, I always think that it. as well with the players that if it's not given, then they should be booked. Like it was given before he, he got booked. So why has pay not been booked? Yeah. I think there should be retrospective action. I think if you clearly dived after the game, you should be given a free game ban. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And if you do it take, again, take out of the game. it's a five game ban. Do you know what I mean? And it just keeps going up. And it, was, it should stop it from happening. Yeah. There was a great team build up and my pay score. That was a good goal, that by, by Brian. Good yeah. team goal, wasn't it? Yeah, as I say, a good team goal. Great, great bit of play from the actual team itself and a good finish. Trossard had a cross deflected onto the crossbar. It wasn't the greatest of first halves, really. Um, Harrison nearly bent when I shot into the far corner for Leeds. He's, an, he's a player that I rave on about. I do like that, yeah, Harrison. I think good he's player, good in areas. Do you think um, he'll sign him permanently from City? He's been on loan for like three years, isn't he? Yeah, I think they should sign him uh, permanently. I say he's one of their, their standout players. I can't see him getting into the city. He is a good player, but I don't think he's not. No, he's not city material. Yeah. Well, especially not yet, anyway. Trossard had a great chance, but he put it over, which after a mistake by Alioski, that, that he's, he's got it to target with that as well, I think. Yeah. But it wasn't the greatest of games, and the pitch looked so bad. <laughs> it did, didn't it? I've played on some pitches before, the Sunday <laughs> League, but that looked... Like, even when the camera zoomed in on it, like, the grass looked really long. No, so it's it normally quite short, it. isn't it? And, yeah. Oh, it looked so bad, that pitch. Uh, thoughts on Leeds and Brighton for the rest of the season? I don't know. I'd say Brighton could be in the relegation scrap. I know they're down there at the moment. I think they're going to stay down there. Uh, but they're also another team when you sort of, you think when they come up against teams, you think, oh, they could get the points here. They're a bit hit and miss team. Leeds, I think they're going to do enough to stay up, but they just concede so many goals. Yeah. They've, got, they've got the balance of, they can go up front and they can get the goals, but with the balance going back with the defending, they just can't seem to keep them out. Yeah. And I rate their keeper as well. I rate the Leeds keeper, but like I say, they just seem to let in a lot of goals. Yeah, they do. West Ham, Burnley, finished 1-0 West Ham. Antonio had a tap-in for the goal. Pretty poor yeah. defending, really. Yeah, that was poor defending. Easy, easy tap-in. Um, Cresswell then scored a known goal, but Chris Wood was offside in the build-up, so it was disallowed. Yeah. Uh, Bonner hit the post with a header from a corner. It was unlucky. Ben Mee, the Burnley captain, cleared off the line. And then Bowen had a chance, but he put it into the side net and he should really have hit the target from, from where he was. Yeah, so a player of his stature as well, you would expect him to at least hit the target from there. It was all Burnley second half, to be fair. I thought it was a good game. I actually enjoyed that game, even though it was only 1-0. It's it quite a good game. So West Ham, I think after West Ham went 1-0 up, they sort of, um, not, not as much sat back, they were just sort of trying to break him on the counter-attack. I don't think they yeah. wanted to obviously break that. That lead, I don't think they wanted to concede a goal and obviously only get the point or maybe go down to no points from it because obviously West Ham obviously needing all the points they can get at the moment. They're actually starting to move up the table. 
So I think it was always expected that they was going to sit back and let Burnley attack, but like I say, but Burnley just don't look like they can finish. Yeah, they can't. They can't buy themselves a goal at the minute, can they? Uh, uh, what's your thoughts on um, West Ham and Burnley? I say West Ham starting to move up the table now. Like I said, I don't think they've got anything to worry about. They could even be fighting. They're up in the Europa League spot at the moment. I think they're sitting seventh. Burnley, they're going to be another team fighting for the relegation battle, scrapping it out. But I just, I think Burnley themselves. I know they can't score at the moment, and obviously, like we said earlier, you need to obviously score to win games. But I think when it comes to the relegation battle, they'll be able to keep themselves out because they've got a very good, solid line and a good keeper that they might be able to. They would come down to them scraping the points. They've got a good manager as well, haven't they? Yeah. Last game, Liverpool, Manchester United, 0-0. I was, but you know, I was buzzing for this game before kickoff. I was actually looking forward to this because I thought this was going to be a great game. It's always hyped up to be a great game, isn't it? And it always yeah, ends this... up being absolutely shocking. Yeah, this game is... I mean, don't get me wrong, back, back a few years ago, or many years ago maybe, that this game was a brilliant game. But it's so overhyped now. Yeah. And it just seems to be a dead game all the time. Well, I looked, I looked after the game. I looked back at the previous results, and apart from Liverpool, the last game won two nil, and before that it was nil nil, and I think before that it was one one, and a couple of times before that it was nil nil. It's not like it. It's not like it used to be. I remember when I used to watch this when I was growing up, and there used to be an absolute belter of a game. This, do you know yeah. what I mean? It was like when you had like people like Gerard playing and. Skulls on the other side and Keane, do you know what I mean? This is always an absolute corker of a game. But yeah, so it was one of the cruncher games, weren't it? That you knew there was going to be some red cards, you knew there was going to be some horrible challenges, you knew there was going to be goals galore. But now it's just so overhyped, and they're still sort of living off the past years where they hyped this game up so much, and it's yeah. not what it is anymore. Yeah, it's not. Liverpool had quite a few chances, but nothing came of it really in the. In the first half, uh, Fernandez nearly bent in a free kick, but he missed the target. Salah's shot was deflected wide by Maguire. And then Fernandez had a shot that was weak and easily saved by Alisson. The, yeah. the main, the, the big chance probably was Rashford when he broke through on goal. And he just took so long with the ball. And I think it was Fabinho put a tackle in and got the ball. But if he'd, have put, if he'd have got his head up a bit earlier when he was running at goal, Alisson was like on the penalty spot. He, he, so, so he took it, took it too wide, didn't he? Yeah. He just done too much with it. Yeah, I think he, he could have easily chipped the keeper. I know it's easy me saying that, do you know what I mean, when I'm not a professional yeah. footballer. But from, <laughs> from the position when you look at him, he didn't have players really around him at that point. And Alisson was well off his line. He could have yeah. even tried it, do you know what I mean? That's the sort of thing that you expect Rashford to do as well, to make something out of them sort of chances. But. Yeah. It was Liverpool's first half and United's second half. Yeah. It was one of them games, weren't it? Yeah. So um, I think, I think personally, I think Man United looked the more attacking of the teams that were more like, likely to score, but it, say it didn't really, weren't really that much of a good game. There was I'm chances sure. in there, but... I heard afterwards that it's that third game on the truck that Liverpool failed to score in now. Yeah. It hurt that much of the day, I think. Yeah, it's third, yeah, so it's third game without a goal. That's not what you'd normally that's expect. poor from their standards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, thoughts on Liverpool and United? I think United, obviously, they're another, obviously, the Manchester's obviously on a run at the moment. Manchester City and Manchester United on a run. Um, I think United are going to end up second and I think City are going to take take the um, the top spot. Liverpool, with the way they're going, they, they might even drop out of the top four. Do you think? But, uh, yeah, it's, it's easy to say that now because they're on a bad run, but they say they're they could easily turn it around and 
be the team that there was last season. They've got a lot of players out, but they've got the squad to still get the performances in. But they just, like I say, they seem to be on a bit of a bad run at the moment. But if this carries on, they're going to easily drop out of that top four with how close it is. Yeah, yeah we don't want to see that either, do we? Well, <laughs> Tottenham sitting right behind them. <laughs> uh, the, and there's one more game, which was Aston Villa Everton, which was postponed due to Villa having COVID quite bad, really. They've, like you said yeah. earlier, they've got four games in hand, they now? Yeah, they can, with, with their games in hand, I think it was, if they were to win all their games in hand, they would go a point behind United is where it stands. Oh, really? I, yeah, Who have they got? Like Who have they got to play? Well, we've got an easy three points, Newcastle. Got another easy three points for Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too sure who the other one is. I thought City's one of them, isn't it? But they meant to play City at the start of the season. Well, it'd be it'd be Everton, wouldn't it? Because that was obviously postponed. Yeah. So it'd be Everton. I think it's Everton, uh, City, Tottenham, Newcastle. Yeah, it could be then. Yeah. Like I say, but they've got the games and if if they if they can come out and get the points from them, they're in serious contentions up in the top four, which is. Sublime for Aston Villa to be sitting up in the top four if they was to win them games. Yeah. Well, I might as well ask you about them. What's your thoughts on, on them two then, Villa and Everton? Everton, I think, I don't even think they're going to get Europa. I know they're sitting up there. I think they're sitting sixth at the moment. I don't know. It's just something about them. Just obviously the, the good and the bad runs. I don't think they'll get Europa. I think they'll finish about ninth. Um, Aston Villa, I actually think they're going to be up there. Maybe Europa pushing for the Champions League. I love the way they play. I don't really like Aston Villa as a as a team. It pains me to say as a Newcastle fan, but I just love the way they play. They actually have desire and a good mentality within the team to go out there and they sort of all seem to sort of play for the shirt. Yeah. Especially That's all you want in a team though, isn't it? That's all you yeah. want from your team is a team that will, will give everything for the shirt that they're wearing. Yeah. And you don't really get that that uh, much anymore. But I say it, there's not really one of them players that don't really sort of play for the shirt and Shows that in the game. Right, predictions time. We've got um, 21 games to predict now. Due to, <laughs> due to FA Cup being on again this weekend, though obviously there's not going to be a pod next Tuesday, but there's games next Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday, I think. And, and then obviously next weekend. So the next podcast will be released on be the 4th, February the 4th, the next release. So, yeah, we've got 21 games to talk about. Starting off with Scissor and in round 11, which yeah. is Aston Villa-Newcastle, which is obviously one of their catch-up games. This is yeah. this Saturday at 8 o'clock kickoff at Villa Park. Pains me to say, but I reckon 3-1 Aston Villa. Oh, I don't think if I've ever I'm... heard you on here say Newcastle. You normally go draw. Yeah, I'd normally go for a draw and like, probably tell a little bit of a white lie. But if I'm being honest, 3-1 Aston Villa. Yeah, I I can't see it being anything other than a Villa win, really, especially how Newcastle are playing. I mean, I know Villa haven't played for so long, but I still think they'll come into this and they're going to beat Newcastle. I, I want to go for a 3-0 win. I think that's what makes it worse as well, because Newcastle, Steve Bruce, obviously, when we was obviously hit by the, the COVID, obviously we had to uh, postpone the game. And then obviously he's still been using the excuses of a lot of the players are still affected from it, etc. And now if Aston Villa come out and be us after being affected by a really bad, it's just going to make things a lot worse. Is he milking that though? I was meant to ask you this earlier when we were talking about Newcastle because surely if the players aren't 100%, you wouldn't play them. Yeah, you wouldn't play them. You just you wouldn't play I mean? them full stop. Yeah. 
Well, how long has so, the sales been back for now? Two, three games? Yeah, two or three games. The he only looks, person that has actually right, come back like. is Maximum. Saint Maximum. He's the only person that hasn't come back. And all the other players, you wouldn't play them. If they weren't 100% fit, you wouldn't play them. Yeah, that's what I mean. He was back in, he's back in training, and he come back from France. Yeah, yeah, back in training. Uh, properly announced today that he's fully back in training and expected to play on Saturday. So, I was meant to ask you earlier as well, um, how long do you think Bruce has got left? I don't know. I would, if it was any other team, I'd probably say that he'd be sat before the next game. But with the, specu- <laughs> with the speculation going on, and Mike Ashley isn't going to pay him out to then get someone else in, and possibly with this takeover going on. So obviously, he's in a legal battle with the Premier League at the moment. Yeah. So I can't see him going anywhere because he'd have to pay his, pay his uh, payout clause to Bruce and then get yeah. someone else in. So I can't see him going anywhere at the moment, to be honest. It's a shame, isn't it? I don't yeah, mind seeing him at the door. <laughs> um, no, honestly, I, is, I think it's, it's not, he's not good enough for the, to manage the club, my personal opinion, Steve Bruce. Nah, and I all. think you need to act now because I see the other day that Eddie Howe this would be a great, great replacement yeah. for him. He's odds-on favourite to take over at Celtic. Yeah, he's, he's odds-on favourites for um, Newcastle and Celtic. He's same odds to go to Celtic that he is to go Newcastle. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, that's coming in, come in today. I think um, him and Mark Hughes, of all bloody people, but Eddie Howe's now gone favourites for Newcastle. He's exactly the same odds to go to Celtic. So I think he's a brilliant manager, Eddie Howe, as well. well yeah, much better than Steve it'd Bruce. It would be a good... good... Uh, signing for you if you managed to get him. Right now it's round 20, which is normal round of games, which is the 26th, which I presume is Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. Newcastle Leeds, St James's Park. This one I do feel a bit confident with, but I'm going to go a 2 2 draw. Yeah. I think yeah. with how Leeds play, you're definitely going to score against them. It's just. Last time we got hammered by them, didn't we? Yeah, I'm going to go for a 2-1 Newcastle win. Six o'clock again is Crystal Palace West Ham. Mm, I think I think that's going to be... I'm going to go 1-0 Crystal Palace. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for a 1-1. I think that'll be a pretty boring draw. Quarter past eight, St Mary's, Southampton, Arsenal. I think Arsenal probably win 2-0. Stuff. If Southampton turn up, I'm, I think they could. I'm, I'm going to go for. I'm going to go two all. Um, West Brom, Man City, quarter past eight again. Yeah, I think I'm going to be nice. Give West Brom a goal, but four one Man City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to um, not be nice. I'm going to say it's five nil Man City win. Uh, and then on the Wednesday, 27th, 6 o'clock, is Burnley-Aston Villa from Turf Moor. You say Aston Villa, 2-1. Yeah, I can, I'll, I'll go the same, 2-1 Villa. Chelsea-Wolves, 6 o'clock. I'm going to go 1-0 Wolves. Ooh. This is normally a good game, to be fair. I think Wolves yeah. won last time they played, didn't they, when they played at yeah. Stamford Bridge last year. They got a late winner. Oh, it's a tough one. I'm going to go to all for that. Uh, Brighton, Fulham, half seven kickoff. I'm going to give that a nil-nil. I don't <laughs> think that's going to be an exciting game. But yeah, that's one I'm yeah, hopefully. No, no. I don't want to watch, but I've got to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go for one-one. I'll go one-all. Man United, Sheffield United, quarter past eight. 
Yeah, 3-0 Man United. Yeah, I'm going to go 4-0 United. Uh, and the last game on the Wednesday at quarter past eight from Goodison Park, Everton-Leicester. I say Leicester 2-0. I think this might be a bit of a cracker of a game. I'm, I'm going to go for a 3-2 Leicester win, only because Calvert-Lewin's out injured at the minute. And then on the 28th, at 8 o'clock on the Thursday, from the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, it's Tottenham-Liverpool. That is a tough game, that one. I reckon that's going to be one of them games where everyone's going to think there's going to be a lot of goals. And it's going to be quiet. Yeah. I'm going to go 1-0 Tottenham. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go 2-1 Tottenham. Uh, and then we'll do round of 21, which is next weekend's games, the 30th. Half 12 kickoffs from Goodison Park. It's Everton against Newcastle. Yeah, I'm not confident on that one. I'm going to go 2-1 Everton. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to go three-one Everton. Uh, Chelsea Burnley three o'clock. I'm going to go one-one. I'm going to go for a three-nil Chelsea win. Right, these are all saying three o'clock. So whether they are or whether they're going to change, I'll just yeah, say three o'clock change. for now. Uh, Crystal Palace Wolves three o'clock. Probably go Wolves. Uh, probably two-one. That game, I think they'll edge edge the win. Yeah, I'll go 2-1 Wolves as well. Man City, Sheffield United, 3 o'clock. Give that one a 5-0, Man City. Yeah, I'm going to go... I'll go 4-0. West Brom against Fulham, 3 o'clock. I think that might be an exciting game. Both teams need the three points. I'm going to go 2-2. I'm going to go 2-1 West Brom. Arsenal against Manchester United, half-five kickoff. I reckon that would be a good game. I'm going to go 3-2 Man United. Yeah, I think... I'm hoping for a draw, if I'm honest with you. But high scoring, so I'll like 3 all. I'll go 3 all in that. Yeah. And um, the last game for Saturday, which is 8 o'clock kickoff from St Mary's, is Southampton against Villa. I think we'll go 3-1 Villa. I'm going to go for a 2-1 Southampton win. Uh, the 31st, the Sunday the 31st, Two o'clock kickoff from the Amex, Brighton, Tottenham. I think we go Spurs 3 1 for that. I'll go for a Spurs 4 0. Two o'clock kickoff for the King Power is Leicester Leeds. I think that'd be another exciting game. Both teams like to put everyone forward, don't they? Um, go 4 2 Leicester. I'll go 3 1 Leicester. And the last game that weekend, 4 30 kickoff, is West Ham against Liverpool. I think West Ham might do that. <laughs> I think I think with the way Liverpool have been going, I think West Ham might turn up for that game. I'm going to go one nil West Ham. Liverpool not scoring again. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go. Poor, oh, that's tough. I'll go two one Liverpool. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. A big thank you to Keegan for joining me this week. No problem, mate. My pleasure. Yeah, get you on again in a few weeks' time. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully Newcastle will get a win next time. Yeah, I wouldn't count on it, mate. But uh, <laughs> uh, Join me each week of new guests, new matches and a whole load of Premier League talk. If you never want to miss another episode, click subscribe now. It's totally free. This way, you always stay updated. All our other social media sites can be found underneath as well. Any question you want us to answer next week's show, send them to either Facebook or Instagram. Stay safe and see you next week.